This is Family Life Today. Your host is the Executive Director of Family Life, Dennis Rainey. I'm Bob Lapine, and today we'll learn from Barbara Rainey just how a woman does view romance on Family Life Today. How to handle a woman There's a way, said the wise old man A way known by every woman Since the whole rigmarole began How to handle a woman Mark me well, I will tell you, sir The way to handle a woman Is to love her Simply love her Merely love her Love her Love her And welcome to Family Life Today. Thanks for joining us on the broadcast. You know, Bob, because of who we have in the studio today, I've decided I'm just going to kind of push back from the microphone (laughs) and get my notepad out and take notes. Is that right? That's right. So I'm just, I I really feel in due respect for my wife, uh, she's an authority on the subject she's about to speak on. And um, in fact, you know what I'd like to do? Um, You can ask the questions because of the nature of what we're going to talk about. Um, it's it's um, it's pretty delicate. Well, and, and for me to ask my wife these questions, I mean, this could get a little um, could get a little interesting. Well, so. I'm looking forward to this. And Barbara, by the way, welcome back to the broadcast. Great to have you on the program. You're welcome. It's good to be here. And Dennis, I'm going to get right to it because uh, we're going to be talking over the next couple of days about how a wife views romance. And I think the thing that husbands want to know, the the thing that kind of puzzles us in this whole deal is. What is it that we can do that causes our wives to go, ah, you know, just kind of look at us and melt? I mean, does that happen with a woman? Well, I think it does, but I don't think it's a necessarily a particular situation because the things that are romantic to me aren't necessarily a situation or an act or a thing or a gift. All of those things communicate romance, but the particular situation isn't necessarily going to produce what you're talking about, which is what we've talked about a lot. You know what I think it is? I I think it is is the relationship that she has with her husband. And I have been reminded again as I've been interacting with my family and I have seen where I have come from and how desperately dysfunctional it was. And I'm thinking, I am married to a man who has absolutely been a savior to me because of the love and the acceptance and all that kind of stuff. And I have been attracted to him because I'm realizing what he's done for me relationally. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he thought, I want to romance my wife, so I'm going to go buy her flowers. And so A plus B equals C, and this is the reaction or the response I'm going to get. Although I think that's very romantic, and I love it when he does those kinds of things because that communicates sacrifice. It communicates he cares about me. He's willing to go out of his way. He's willing to spend money that you know, we may or may not have in the budget for that. Those those are all things that are very meaningful, but it may not necessarily produce the desired response. In other words, if he's doing it to produce a response, he is very often going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. That's why I go back to the relationship. To me, it's it's the relationship that is ultimately going to fuel the romance. And so when you ask what what I thought of, my, my thought was, was a day that we spent together in September and he took a whole day off of work just to spend it with me to do what I wanted to do. And we worked in the yard, and we got in the car in the afternoon, and we drove for four or five hours. 
and just kind of took off and we stopped when we wanted to and we did what we wanted to and I mean it was like in a sense being on a honeymoon or being in those early days of marriage when we didn't have any responsibilities and that was that was more fun and but it was romantic in the sense that it was just the two of us and we could do what we wanted and we focused on each other and we didn't have the demands and the I mean, we had to come back to it, but, you know, <laughs> but for however many hours it was, it was it was really a treat to have him all to myself and to have him say, I will do whatever you want to do. And we talked all day long. I mean, it was just it was wonderful, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't romantic in the typical sense of sweep her off her feet, carry her to the castle and they live happily ever after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, as, as you said, the A plus B plus C, I thought. Men want it to be algebra. That's they right. do. And therein lies the frustration as well as the intrigue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and women don't want it to be algebra. They want no. it. It's got to be. They don't want a book. It, it's well, they don't want to be figured out. See, I don't think women want to be figured out because when they, if they feel like they're figured out, then they feel like they're controlled and they're had. And they don't want to be figured out. I think they want him to love her and be willing to pursue her and to continue to know who she is because she's not that simple. I don't. I think women don't want to feel like they're that easy to figure out and oh he's got me pegged and A plus B equals C and it's going to always work that way and I think she wants to be more complex and more intriguing and more uh, of a challenge. Yes. Because if the man goes A plus B equals C and he knows that's the way it works then she knows that he'll do a plus b equals c every time and yeah. that gets boring and i think she would also begin to fear that she'd be taken advantage of and see women don't want to be taken advantage of and i don't mean taken advantage of sexually i, I mean being taken advantage of in any way just assuming on the relationship right. and and there, therefore there's no more um motivation to continue to pursue there's no more motivation because if he's got it figured out then why why work at it so if a man says to himself i would like he's thinking it's you know here it is uh, thursday i'd like a week from friday to be a romantic evening together for me and my wife what can i do to foster that how can i create a romantic evening something that that will will speak romance to her you're saying good luck buster <laughs> no i don't think it's that hopeless i i think that a man can make some plans. I think he can make dinner reservations. I think he can bring her flowers. Uh, I think he can uh, do some things that are creative that will communicate to her that she is special. She's unique. I love you. I'm willing to sacrifice for you. But he needs to do it without the expectation of whatever it is his purpose is. Because, see, the verse that I go back to all the time as we've had these talks through the years is I go back to the verse that says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. And Christ gave himself up for the church. He denied himself. And I think when a woman sees that her husband is denying himself for her, she responds to that, just as the church then responds to Christ. And I think she sees that sacrifice, and and she understands that it's because of love. But when a woman sees a husband doing that for what appears to her to be his own personal need, Mm -hmm. then she feels somewhat manipulated or somewhat controlled or... Uh, less valued, um, used, used. I mean, I mean, I think it complicates things because I think that her ultimate need is to be loved, as Christ loved the church, to be loved unconditionally. And I think when she feels that and she understands that commitment and that trust, 
then she can respond to her husband as, as he wants her to and as he needs her to. But it, it's just not as easy as bring home flowers and light the candles and have a dinner and but, A plus B equals C. But I'm not even talking about her responding to his need necessarily. I'm saying, let's say a husband with the purest of motives says, I want you to feel special next Friday night, so I'm going to get the sitter, I'm going to take you out to dinner, and he's out with her, and it's just not happening for her. She, For whatever reason, she doesn't feel special, she doesn't feel warm toward him, um, maybe it's been a bad week. Well, the husband is sitting there going, this was a waste of time and money, because she doesn't feel special. What do I do now? I tried the babysitter and the dinner thing, and that doesn't work. Well, it may not work because of the circumstances, but see, he needs to he needs to understand his role is to continue to pursue his wife, and he may need to say to her, I'm sorry this didn't work out. I just want you to know I love you anyway, and this may not have been good timing on my part or whatever, but I, I think that that's part of the challenge for a husband is to understand his wife and understand what communicates love to her and figure that out and then do that. And if... What communicates love to her is surprise, then that may be what you've got to hide in that situation. I mean, just sitting down and spending some time having fun over nothing of any significance, but just spending time together and maybe talking as we play a game. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason that is helpful for us is because we we sort of exit the world of reality in a sense. And so often it's the pressures of real life and all the responsibility that we feel, especially as parents, that's such an ongoing thing. And I think that suppresses uh, relationship. It suppresses romance. It suppresses interest in one another. And doing something that is frivolous, and I think frivolous is a good word that needs to be involved in the discussion of romance because it's often the frivolous things, which we think of naturally as flowers and candy and dinners. But it could be something like taking an hour in the evening when you really need to be doing the laundry or you really need to be doing something else, and the two of you sit down and play a game of spades or something. So I don't think it has to be expensive. It doesn't have to be planned out necessarily. It can be impulsive. It's those things that uh, we did when we dated, and a lot Mm -hmm. of things we did when we dated were dumb things. Well, they didn't cost much because most of us didn't have money when we dated. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we did things like picnics. You and I did that a lot. And I think what happens when you get married is you fall into a rut and you stop pursuing your spouse. Men do. They think they've got her all figured out. And that insults the (laughs) wife Mm -hmm. when she begins to feel like it is A plus B equals C. And then what he's got to do is he's got to pull back and go, now, wait a second. How can I court my wife? And, and even I find it's interesting when, when Bob asks you, what's the most romantic thing I've done recently in our marriage, that you would pick a day where uh, there was no what I would call enchanted moment mm-hmm. of carrying her off to the castle. It was a day of relationship and a, a time of friendship. And it was focused on me and what I enjoyed. And that might not be what you would enjoy, and that's what made it. That's what made it special because that might not have been what you would have picked, but that communicated to me that you were willing to deny yourself and to do whatever I wanted, and that speaks volumes. What would you say to the husband who doesn't understand his wife? He's not a good student. He perhaps has heard First Peter 3, 7, husbands live with your wives in an understanding way, and yet let's say he's been married 6 to 10 years and he still hasn't gotten it. 
Well, I think it's okay. I mean, I, I really think that it is a long lifetime process. And I'm glad I, you said that because it, <laughs> I hadn't gotten it at year 10. Well, I just, th- you know, I just think that you and I in our marriage have continued to discover things about each other, and we've been married over 20 years now. And I feel that way, and I know you have felt that way, and I think it's just a lifetime process that God has us on of getting to know each other, and as we're changing we're going to find out new things about each other. So I would just encourage husbands to not give up, not lose heart, and instead be encouraged by the challenge because you wouldn't want to marry somebody, really, if it came right down to it, if you could figure her out that quickly. I mean, I would think that a man would want that that would be a challenge to him, to his manhood, to think, you know, there's a lot about this woman that I don't know, and I've got years ahead to figure it out, and God helped me do this. Well, and and you've hit on a big thing because it is a challenge to his manhood, and (laughs) if he's going for long periods of time feeling like I'm not winning at this, he's feeling like less of a man. If his wife is not responding to anything that Mm -hmm. he is doing to try to spark romance, and again, we're not just talking about how he views romance, but he's just trying to to make her feel warm and appreciated and affectionate. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't seem to be getting it. And he goes, this is a challenge to my manhood. What's wrong with me? I think part of it is understanding that a woman is not going to be easy to understand. And I think he needs to pursue her and say, what can I do to let you know that I love you? What communicates love to you? And that's a question that Dennis has asked me lots of times, and sometimes I don't even want to talk about it, (laughs) which isn't very nice, I suppose. (laughs) But um, I think that that's a good question for husbands to ask their wives. What communicates love to you? What is it? And she may not have an answer right off the top of her head. She probably hadn't had time to think about it. But, but that communicates that he is interested in meeting her where she is with her needs. And I, I think that will begin to open up some dialogue. It will begin to communicate to her that he really cares about her and he's interested in her. And that's how you gain understanding is by talking and asking and pursuing and spending time together. Hmm. And it isn't going to come real easy. It's going to take some time, though. And there's another side to that question, too, that you've taught me. Because sometimes what communicates love to you, you may not even, you may not feel loved as a result of what I've done. And that's a, that's a tremendous puzzle no, to, wait, to I, us as men. I'm not following. What are you talking about? Well, I think uh, as men, we, we find out what, uh, our, what communicates love to our wives. So we create this checklist again. Mm-hmm. A plus B again, equals C. Yeah, right. And, and mm-hmm. uh, we're doing the things where she should feel loved. And the reason she's not feeling loved is because she senses we're pushing the buttons and our heart's not in it. Am I saying that right, honey? I, well, I think that's right. And, I and mean, I think anytime she feels like she's been figured out, you've had it. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> it really does. But it's true, isn't it? Well, I really do think it's true. I really do. And it's not that... She doesn't want those things done again. It's not that you bring her flowers two or three times and she loves it, and then all of a sudden she feels like she's been pegged and she doesn't ever want them again for the rest of her life. But I think that there needs to be variety. There needs to be creativity. She needs to feel like he's thinking about her in different ways at different times and not just the same old prescribed pattern. It sounds like there's an inherent distrust of men by women that you're always suspicious of our motives. Well, it may be. I don't know. Well, 
maybe. I think there but is. I, well, I don't know that you can say that about all women. I, that's why I said there may be. I think that for sure there is an inherent distrust in very many women today. There have been too many mm-hmm. uh, abuses, whether right. it's happened to a particular woman or if she's just heard about it. There there have just been too many stories, too many actual things that have happened for women not to be just a little bit skeptical. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I don't want to say that that's true across the board, and I think there's varying degrees of mistrust, but I do think that that is an element in many, many women's thinking. So I do think that that is true in many cases. Well, if you feel secure in terms of Dennis's commitment to you. Correct. Right. That, that's unquestioned. You Correct. know he's committed to you. That's right. Is trust still an issue? Well, see, I think that the commitment has to be tested. See, I, th- I think women... It's like years ago, I remember Dennis saying, you know, that he loved me. And I say, well, I know you do, but you're supposed to. You're my husband. You know, and it's almost like we begin to feel after a while that he has to say these things or he has to do these things because he's stuck with me. So in a sense, I think a woman wants to say, okay, I know you're committed to me, but are you glad you're committed to me? Are you glad? Would you do this again? Um, Prove it. Do you re- yeah. I mean, do you really love me? I mean, you say you do, but do you really love me? I, I think it needs to be, I, I think she, as she grows older and her life changes, there are so many f- issues that she continually faces as her life changes that she needs to see again and again from her husband, yes, I'm committed to, yes, I would marry you all over again, yes, I love you. And then he needs to demonstrate that in different ways. So, yes, I know Dennis is committed to me. But I have needed for him to prove that to me in many different ways at many different times. And on the issue of trust, I think that is, is a parallel issue with commitment. Yes, I've tr- I trust him, but I've needed to, to see that he is worthy of trusting, that, um, that I can trust him with my life. Mm-hmm. And I believe that at the beginning when we first got married, but in a, just as I've had to sort of test out the commitment through the years, I've sort of had to test out that trust factor, too, if so, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, Dennis, it sounds like um, you know, one of the things Barbara is saying here is that there will be seasons in a marriage where in spite of uh, the awareness of a commitment, you know that you know that your husband's committed, but you feel like he's committed out of duty or obligation, not because he really wants to be committed to you. And those can be difficult seasons for romance. Yeah, but but what you got to do is move on through those. And what a husband especially needs to know is that he needs to be communicating that uh, he is worthy of his wife's trust. And he needs to communicate to her that he loves her for who she is, not for what she can do for him. And what, what a wife is really expressing during those times, at least what, what Barbara has communicated to me, is that she just needs to feel like I love her, uh, Barbara Rainey, for who she is as a woman mm-hmm. and just set her apart from all other women in the world. You know, that's the reason why as we approached this subject and as you and Barbara prepared this material, we thought, what can we do for couples to help them not just understand how romance can work in their marriage, but experience it. And that's why we came up with the Simply Romantic Collection, a, a tool for couples to use that is a practical way 
to make romance come alive in your marriage. Let's face it, men need help. <laughs> we need help in being creative in building uh, that romantic bridge to our wives. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's taken uh, 22 years for Barbara to train me, and I still feel like I'm a beginner in the process here. But what we've done in this collection is we have given men over 60 ideas of things they can do to build uh, romance, but to build the relationship. Because what, what Barbara's been talking about today to, to all of us men is understand that your, your wife is motivated by relationship. That's what excites her. That's what causes her heart to be responsive to you as a man. And uh, Simply Romantic is, uh, well, it's an easy-to-use, practical help for uh, every husband that communicates love in the language of his wife. Yeah, but this is more than just a uh, collection of ideas for husbands and wives. We do have 60 ideas for husbands and 60 ideas for wives that uh, are broken down month by month so that couples can begin to uh, implement these ideas in marriage. And and once again, these ideas came from research done uh, with about a thousand couples at Family Life Marriage Conferences around the country uh, where they indicated for us what really says romance to them. So these are these are tested ideas. Uh, but in addition, there's an audio cassette that includes uh, some romantic music to use for mood setting. It also includes ideas from experts on marriage and family, folks who speak at our Family Life Marriage Conferences all across the country. We've included a, a questionnaire for a husband and wife to fill out that will give you insight into the specific likes and dislikes of uh, your mate so that you can understand what what uh, really says romance for your wife. There's a booklet that you've written, Dennis, on why romance needs to be a vital part of every marriage relationship. Well, we have packed a lot into this collection, and we're calling it Simply Romantic, and uh, we're excited about it. We would hope that couples would get this and begin to use it in their marriage because it's going to make marriages more romantic throughout the rest of this year and, and for years to come. If you're interested in getting a copy of it, again, it's called Simply Romantic, and it's available exclusively from our Family Life Resource Center. The cost for this collection is $19.95 plus $3 for shipping and handling. Let me give you our address. It's Family Life Today, Box 8220, Little Rock, Arkansas, and our zip code is 72221. Once again, it's Family Life Today, Box 8220, Little Rock, Arkansas, and the zip code is 72221. I'll give the address here one more time in just a minute. But I also want to mention, I had the thought as I was listening to Barbara speak today, Dennis, that there are probably some wives who are thinking, I wish my husband was listening to this. (laughs) Absolutely. I wish he could hear what uh, this lady just shared. Well, he can. We have all 13 broadcasts on this subject of creating a more romantic marriage, and they're available in a six-cassette album from us here at Family Life. If you'd like to get this cassette tape package, you can call us or write us. The cost is $30 plus $5 for shipping and handling. One final note, today and tomorrow are the last two days you can call to save $30 on one of the most romantic ideas we know of, and that is going to one of our Family Life Marriage Conferences in more than 40 cities across the country this spring. As you know, last week we made a special offer to our radio listeners. Because our phones were so tied up, we've extended that offer through this week, but tomorrow is absolutely the last day that we'll be able to extend the special $30 discount 
discount on conference registration. So if you're interested, please call us today at 1-800-FL-TODAY. Once again, that's 1-800-F as in family, L as in life, and then the word today. Once again, our address is Family Life Today, box number 8220, Little Rock, Arkansas, and our zip code is 72221. Well, on tomorrow's broadcast, more insight from uh, your wife, Barbara Dennis, on how men can understand a woman's view of romance, and I hope you can join us for that. Our engineer is Mark Whitlock, our host is Dennis Rainey, and I'm Bob Lapine. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of Family Life Today. How to handle a woman, mark me well, I will tell you, sir. The way to handle a woman is to love her, simply love her, merely love her, love her, love her. Family Life Today is a production of Family Life of Little Rock, Arkansas, a ministry of Campus Crusade for Christ.